0: John chapter 6, 32 through 35. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father gave you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore, give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me, Amen, shall never hunger. Everybody say hunger. hunger. He shall never hunger. She shall never hunger. And he that believeth on me shall never thirst. And just for a few minutes, and I, I promise you, just go to be short. I want to talk to you about a place called hunger. A place called hunger. In Jesus' name. You can be seated in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, I have a very diverse history in my family. Uh, my, my father was 58 years old when I was born. Okay, so I know that sounds strange to you. I'm 52. I can't imagine being 58 years old and being a, a dad, okay? But dad was 58 when I was born. My dad was born the year after the Titanic sank. He was born in 1913. So my dad used to tell me stories uh, of many things that happened in the early uh, uh, 1900s, which was astounding, to say the least. But my dad was a part of the CCC, which is a a civilian conservation corps that uh, President Roosevelt formed. And uh, it was during the Great Depression of the 1930s. My dad was probably about 20 years old at this particular time. And so he joins the CCC because there was hardly, uh, there was no jobs during the Depression. It was horrible, horrific. Everybody heard that. And so dad joins the CCC. They go around to the, the state parks in, in the United States. So they would go in and do different functions uh, in the state park to build that park up. And he said one morning they was in tents. And uh, they was out in the wilderness somewhere. I can't remember where dad said it was at. But dad said that they was very hungry. They hadn't had any food in a long time. And we're talking, this us the 1930s. Uh, they didn't have shotguns. They had they had pistols and, and some rifles. So they got up. They was extremely hungry. So they go out in the tents, and the first thing they see up in a tree is this tree is plumb loaded full of blackbirds. And you don't normally eat blackbirds. We know that. But the fact of the matter is, they were so hungry that they begin to get their pistols and rifles, and they begin to shoot up in this tree, and they begin to. Hit these blackbirds, and they, they begin to fall, and they begin to run after these birds and begin to pluck them and, and, and fix them, and, and they literally was able to eat and sustain them before they was able to go a little bit further. And I, as I began to study this, the Lord sort of took me to uh, uh, a particular event that happened about the prodigal in, in Luke chapter 15, baptized in together. He said, you find that we know that uh, you know the story about the two brothers. You had the, the one brother and, and, and he wanted all that was to him. He said, went to the father. He said, I want you to give me my inheritance. So the father, he ends up dividing the inheritance between the two brothers. He had a bad attitude. The brother had a ba- very bad attitude. And uh, he began to, on this journey with this bad attitude. And it talks about In his journey from the Father's house, that he had a hunger for the physical things of the world that appealed to his flesh. But after his physical resources had ran out, when he had nothing left, it was in this place, the place of hunger, that he came to himself. He came to himself. Everything that he had, his physical uh, uh, wallet that he had, all his money and resources, were gone. He was still left with the attitude. He still had pride. He still had arrogance. He had all these things. But the Bible says that during this time, a great famine came in Atlanta during his riotous living. The famine came, and he found that he was in want. He didn't have nothing. This time, he was down to food. And all of a sudden, the famine began to do something that had never been done before in his life. And he, he goes to this point that he gets so hungry. He gets so extremely hungry that he, he joins himself to a citizen of the far country and he, and he gives him a job to go, fig, uh, to go feed the pigs. And he's, he's to the point where he's about ready. He would have happily ate the husk that was in the trough right there for the pigs. But the Bible says, the Word of God says that he came to himself. Thank God he came to himself. And the fact of the matter is, we can get through the same situation. We can have pride in us. I've, I've been there. We can have pride. We can have all these things. And sometimes it takes something in our life. But God will release us into something that will create a hunger and a desire. Because hunger is literally a desire for the things of God. That's what, that's what literally we have to have is the, is the unction and desire for the things of God. Because action is what makes the hunger creates and provokes action action creates the connection if you look if you begin to read in, in the scripture the bible says that he came to himself and he said i will arise he he had he had a determination to to arise out of that situation and go back to the father's house and you find that This is quite interesting. The hunger initiated him to move back towards the Father. But this is what is so incredible and so wonderful is it also gave God, the Father, the unction to come towards him because it says that the Father ran to meet him. Think about that. That's powerful. God ran to meet him. The Father ran to meet him. So, the fact of the matter is we have to have an emptiness in us. Emptiness Spiritual hunger, you have to understand, attracts God. Because hunger is a void, and because hunger is an emptiness, and God loves to fill empty spots. Amen. He loves to fill empty spots. Amen. Jesus said this, He that hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. Shall be filled. Amen. So if you want God in your life, get hungry for God. Amen. So not for what He can do for you, but... Just being in his presence. The fellowship with him. Amen. It says in Psalms 143 and 6, he says, I stretch forth my hands unto thee. This is uh, King David was, was, was speaking to the Lord. and He said, my soul thirsteth after thee as a thirsty land. Salah. The thing about it, when you stretch up an empty hand to God, it will never return empty. Amen. Amen. So we need to learn of him and desi- he desires a relationship with us. Amen. So I, I'm, I'm basically done. I want us to pray right now. Right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let's pray right now by the authority of your word and by the power of the name of Jesus. Lord create a desire within me. Create a desire within us Lord. In Jesus' name the thirst after you Lord. The hunger and thirst after your presence Lord. For in your presence is the fullness of joy. In your presence is the fullness of peace, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray, Lord, touch our mind, Lord. Touch our heart, Lord. Help us, Lord, be anchored to your word and your spirit. That's your word, Lord. Rejuvenate our, our spirit and our mind in the name of Jesus.